This episode of Make Your Pitch is brought to you by BET. As a business owner, have you ever asked, uh, how is my business ensuring profitability and sustainability? Uh, or does my business drive its growth and agenda through a defined strategy? Maybe also, is there a performance management system in place? If you hesitated to answer any of these questions, you need to take a look at the Business Enabling Toolbox, BET. To find out more about BET, check the show notes of this episode. This is Make Your Pitch. I'm Christopher Knight. And I am Ellen J. Harris. Together, we chat with entrepreneurs with great ideas, looking for investors to back their vision. We want to be sure investors are there as well as to find the next big hit. So let's get started. Okay, and a great day to everyone, and welcome to this episode of Make Your Pitch. As all of you know, have been following us uh, over the last several months, if not longer, it seems like, seems like it's been a year, but it's been enjoyable all the way through, because we have brought you some exciting people, some people that are getting into their own business. We've brought you experts who have uh, shown you how to address investors, uh, they've shown you even how to do a proper pitch. Today is a little unique, and I'm very excited about this episode because it's something, and I'll have to be transparent, that I am involved in. So all transparency do, I am involved in, so that you know that up front. But it's an exciting process that has been coined by uh, some of the members as a VC 3.0, Venture Capitalist 3.0. And I think you'll see why as we get into some of the details, uh, either on today's podcast or if you'll jump over on uh, Saturday to Unintentional Heroes, you'll find out even more, especially in the area of the humanity side, which they address and hold very, very dear to this program. And that's we talk about humanity for third world countries and countries that need help. And this particular group is the very one that's helping those countries out and has for a while yet. This is not new. So I am Christopher Knight. And I am the formidable and always informative Ellen J. Harris. <laughs> oh boy, it is your day, isn't it? Why don't you introduce our guest today, Ellen? <laughs> Happy to. We have the pleasure of having with us Ray Pepito, Patrick Tuttle, and to tell us more about what they do, Vince Wicker. Yep. Hello. That's it. How are y'all? Great to be here. Go right ahead, right. Vince. You can jump right in. The show is yours. All right. Well, first of all, Chris and Alan, I want to thank you very much for having us here because it means a lot to be able to share this. Uh, it means a lot to be able to have a conversation with people about this. And it means a lot to be able to give us an opportunity to help people really help themselves. And so and I'm going to let you know exactly how we we are planning on pulling this off. And we're just looking to spread the word so more people can help us pull this off and help themselves. So you started off the conversation talking about VC 3.0, venture capital 3.0. When we first started thinking about what we're doing. And we started thinking about how we're putting everything together. We looked at venture capital as it stands today. And I think Make Your Pitch is probably the 
place where everyone understands what a venture capitalist is. They probably understand what an angel investor is. You know, we look at the model that there are people out there creating great projects, but just because they didn't go to the right business school, just because they don't look like the person that you went to graduate school with, or they didn't, they don't live with you, live in the same place you do in Palo Alto or anything like that. You know, we decided to really make um, a concerted effort to see if we can change that whole op- change that whole framework where people could really lead and take advantage of what's going on. The group we are is bees.social. So if you look for us online, it's gonna be bees.social. And it's really about this whole concept of when you see bees, you see bees working together in a hive, you see bees working together in a swarm. You know, there's just not, you know, absent the queen bee, there's, you know, everyone is kind of working together to make sure everything really grows. And what Venture Capital 3.0 is our way of kind of uh, taking it to the street. So first, Venture Capital 1.0, that's what you probably see every day on the show. You know, uh, you have a startup that comes in, they, 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 they give their pitch, and then you have some great opportunities for them to meet and work with venture capitalists and sign things. And these people take risks and they grow. We look at Venture Capital 2.0 as being something, I don't know, commensurate to crowdfunding, GoFundMe where the people give the money and a company starts up and the people get early access and maybe a t-shirt, right? <laughs> I'm being somewhat you know, cynical about it. But when you look at venture capital 3.0, the reason we looked at that as a, as a phrase is because what we're trying to do is we're trying to go out and find projects in the cryptocurrency space. And projects could be an entire company, projects could be a division of a company but it's a self-contained initiative that's really around a cryptocurrency and you know, just an, an initiative. And those cryptocurrency initiatives need attention, need an audience in order to grow. And what we've done is we're on our way to creating the largest community of authentic value-added cryptocurrency investors and interest groups on the planet. The world of, you know, we live in a world of uh, marketing half our lives, everyone does. We've become almost um, inundated by messages that come to us. But the people that are in the classic uh, cryptocurrency space, they buy Bitcoin, they hold on to Bitcoin, they, they mine it or they mine Ethereum. That's one market, a very techno-centric market. And one of the things that we're finding is that many, many, many uh, these cryptocurrency projects where they, they're marketing to that group and nobody knows about anybody else but that group. But what if there was a group that was made up of people who are interested in growing their capital? What if they were small business people looking to do something different? What if it didn't fit that demographic? What if we could put them all together in a way that they could participate? And not just in a room full of asking random questions and annoying people and wasting time, but in a way that they could add value. And so what we assembled was this bees.social framework, where in which we go out with a, with a specific team and vet cryptocurrency projects. We bring them to the, let's say the corral, right? Almost like you'd see in like a, um, you know, we, we'd see them in a, um, just ready to go on stage on a, on a television, like, a, like you've got the talent. The whale tank, yeah, we, the whale tank. Yeah, the, yeah, we're calling it, we're calling it the whale tank. 
those people would come and talk to us about their projects, this bees.social group. And because, um, and if the bees.social group thought they were good enough, they would get voted to make it to the next stage. And then they would then present to us in detail about their business, almost like this, make your pitch. They would make their pitch to us. But when we engage with them, we engage with them and do a whole lot of things in the back end to really help them get better, uh, be more marketable, have liquidity, and try to be everything that the ICO boom of uh, 2017 and 2018 made, made everybody not like about cryptocurrency products, make them what somebody would want to invest in. Then what we do is we get them to a point where we figure out of that group in the whale tank, here are the one, two, or four projects that we want to place capital in. And based upon what we've invested in prior to, we have a set of tokens. Every person participating in bees.social is going to have a handful, a set, a bucket full of tokens. And they can take these tokens, which ostensibly have no value, and they could base on, on their analysis of these uh, cryptocurrency projects, they can place those tokens in those projects. And in return of that opportunity cost of them placing their tokens in that project, those projects will yield them out coins. Now, all of these coins or tokens, all of these coins and tokens are already going to be publicly available. And you can look at them on the major cryptocurrency um, listings like a coin gecko or a coin market cap. Those will have a value. So these tokens that have no value once paired with one of these organizations will create value in, in essence where they're going to provide you that value. And you, the bees.social participant, are gonna have an opportunity to either hold, sell, grow, or invest more. And how's that different? Because now you have a regular person who is working in a group, who is interested in a particular project, who may have their own affinity groups tangentially to us, and they're going to tell other people about it. And that group is going to grow. And that um, massive sort of groundswell is going to create cryptocurrency projects that really, really work. One of the things that we found is that Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Clubhouse, all of these social media properties, they cost nothing for us to participate, but our attention has made them into billion dollar companies. Our attention. Now they can charge for ads. Now they can charge for this. And now they can charge. They're billion dollar companies. Google could be a trillion dollar company in five or 10 years. So what if we took the attention of this group, this bees.social, and let the people who are giving their attention for free actually benefit from it. And at the same time, grow a space in a way that's very healthy to provide the cryptocurrency uh, uh, ecosystem, a way to become respectable, uh, you know, where interesting projects permeate and where we can help adoption happen in this world. So we are, so VC 3.0 is we're making the individual bees.social member a VC or an angel investor. You have these tokens, you can put them in to a project. You will, get, um, you will get a return from that project and you'll do that. And we don't care where you went to school. We don't care what you where you live. We don't care if you live in your camper or you live at the top of a hill in Beverly Hills. We don't care what you do, what color you are, what religion you are, or where you are on the world, in the world. And that is the difference. 3.0 is us taking and level setting the world. 
Now, yes, venture capitalists are going to have a play in this. They, they may have a play in however they want to. But what we're doing is more than a social experiment. It's something that people have really wanted to and haven't been able to get at. Because with VC 2.0, they kind of got it, but they didn't get it. With VC 1.0, that's a 1% at the top of the pyramid. And maybe you'll get some a little bit later when you can go, you know, when, when it goes public. When all those people at the top already made their money, you can deal with them. Especially if they're a broken business model, you got to deal with all that crap, right? But now you're at a place where you can really participate. Um, so we're letting people build their own dreams. Now, you know, Chris mentioned at the beginning of the, uh, of, of the session that he is involved in how do you become a member of, 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 of bees.social? How do you get these tokens? These tokens aren't like, you know, you put a quarter in, you get a token out. I wish it was that easy. But what it is, is that um, about June of 2020, a groundswell happened on the Ethereum blockchain, right? And that groundswell was really something called decentralized finance. We call it DeFi because we have short attention spans. We really don't know how to say long words. But, uh, but DeFi is a universe of the financial services industry broken down into primitive blocks. Our team, very experienced with the financial industry, was able to identify those primitives and stack them together in self-executing programs that allowed people to take advantage of it. One of the things that exists in decentralized finance are things called liquidity pools. And liquidity pools are where you can invest in a, you can put your capital in a fund that is not necessarily a fund or, or, or a pool of capital that will be made up of one or two cryptocurrencies that may be appreciating value. So you're gonna benefit from being in that pool and that appreciating value. But the cool thing about it, the reason you're putting your money in that pool is because quite honestly, people are using it to trade and use arbitrage and do things like that. And whenever somebody uses it, they pay a transaction fee you get a prorated share of that transaction fee. So on a good day, when the market's going up, not only are you taking advantage of the appreciation of the, the asset, but you're also getting advantage of the, um, of the trading fee. And what the cool thing about it is if you can beat the angle going down, the market dips, people are trading out and they're using that to trade out. So you might as well just be Charles Schwab. You're making money on the trade on, on either way. So first step in Social people will place their capital in a liquidity pool. And when you place your capital in a liquidity pool, the way the, the people that run those liquidity pools on Uniswap is, it's an automated market maker. You can, we'll put that in the show notes about what that is. Um, they give you a claim ticket, like a coat check ticket and say, you know, Alan, you, um, you gave us $1,000. Um, here's a ticket to say that if you need to get your $1,000 out, you can get it out and this is your claim ticket. So electronically, there's really never a loss on it in the blockchain and the blockchain ledger. We've built a framework where, Ellen, if you gave me that ticket, that claim ticket, and staked it in another pool that we have, by virtue of you foregoing opportunity costs about taking your money out and going someplace else, we're going to yield you these tokens, these seeds. And that sort of trade-off by managing stability in them stability in the trading by being in the pool and doing all those things, <clears throat> um, that is what's going to allow you to get the ticket. And that stability in the market is what, in return, we're giving you these, these, these tokens that you can use to place into these businesses. And that is the cool thing about it. 
So you're winning. It's almost like if you had a retirement plan and they were saying, Chris, you're just a great egg. You got this retirement plan. And for just being in this retirement plan, I'm going to give you a bunch of tickets, right? And you could just go take those tickets and, you know, and just put them in the businesses around your neighborhood and we're going to yield you out some coins. And as long as you're invested in our retirement plan, we're going to give you these coins. So you can just go around the world, skipping like Johnny Appleseed, doing whatever you want to do and getting the benefit, right? So what that really does is allows you to have leverage without going into debt. So there are a lot of tiers in this thing. But at the end of the day, the reason that we're here is that, let's put it this way, any new person that comes into bees.social is going to be a part of something that's really growing and it's going to be really amazing. In the short term, any person that comes into bees.social actually steps on my ability to earn seeds, <laughs> right? So I want to make sure you understand that like, it's not like some insert bad scam name here thing, right? So we're trying to be as authentic as possible at what it is. We know it's multi-layers. We have Ray does uh, training classes on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And when he lets me come in, I, I, I jump in and try to help. Um, we have uh, tight-knit social media groups where you just will talk to people right on social media. And if they need, we'll do a separate call with them to help them do whatever they need to do. This is an authentic group of people who want to help people um, take control of their financial lives. Because all the things that we'll do, and I, Ray will always say this, all the things that we're doing in decentralized finance or DeFi are what banks do. We're making you the bank. We're making you the VC. We're making you the angel investor. You need to take some personal responsibility. You need to pay attention. But at the end of the day, the benefit um, is really um, is, is really, you know, getting to the next level. Now, I know the group that, you know, that I've been talking with from when we started this, from a very nascent stage, like uh, seven to 10 people, we get on the phone and we talk every day, literally <laughs> every day um, on a call. <laughs> yeah. On, on, you know, <clears throat> you know, as a group in a completely, um, you know, open fashion, we've been talking every day for the last six months about what we need to do, what's going on, what's new, what are we seeing, and being really collaborative. And that's what bees.social is. It's a place where somebody can go where they don't know how to put a money into cryptocurrency. They don't even know how to get it to their bank. They think it's some big fancy thing where they have to give it to some guy, you know, they have to give it to a drug dealer, the drug dealer will run it over and get, no. <laughs> we walk people through the steps that you need to take with companies that will soon be publicly traded with companies that are doing, you know, billions of dollars a day in transaction. We walk through the steps in a way that you can save money to do that, show you how to get in and really have conversation with you about how not to rush into things, how to think about it, think about what's happening and have these conversations because it's your capital. This is your future. We want to help you do it. We don't want to get you so excited that you just like run off and invest in something that, you know, Uncle Larry told you to invest in because he saw it on CNBC and then saw it on Reddit. This is something to say, we're, we're trying to give you, share with you the same lens through which we're viewing the market. And you could choose not to take that. You could choose to do whatever you want. But whatever we're saying and not investment advice, just 
having conversations, it's worked. Yeah. Um, you know, there probably isn't anyone in our group who hasn't been able to markedly appreciate um, their invested capital. Um, and what is coming around the corner with our ability to drop seeds in these projects. I mean, we've been able to do this even before that just with liquidity pools. I mean, that is just incredible. So now you're gonna stack liquidity pools with the ability to invest in growing projects on the market. That is just, you know, stacking those primitives in decentralized finance to really grow. So our pitch really is here is like, we're gonna have links in the show notes. We have a free training. We don't charge anything. If you wanna be a part of it, you keep asking, we, we, you know, we bring you in and we talk, but this is not something where it's a contest where we want just bodies in to do things. Because if you're not authentic, if you're not thinking about who and how we go about this, you're not going to enjoy it. And you're just going to dilute my investment and you're going to be, you know, you're, you're big fat pain. And if you don't think that we have it all together compared to what I was doing before, what I was doing before and what a lot of people are doing right now, they're just throwing darts. You know, you could just, just throwing darts at a dartboard and hoping it, it makes sense. If you opened up one of the pages of something, there's a, there's a website called coingecko.com. It's a great source. It gets updates from um, the network of what prices of cryptocurrencies are at, at a constant rate. There are 6,300 cryptocurrency tokens and or coins. If all you do is looking for something that's low, that has a graph that's going up, or all you're looking to is a press release to say, this one's a great project. Guess what? I write press release for a living. <laughs> it took me three weeks to write that press release. That news has already passed. We're just trying to get you excited, yep. right? So when you get and participate in, just think about it. There's gonna be a group of those projects that are in that list who are going to pitch directly to you, tell you how their organization works, tell you how they're gonna make business, tell you what they're gonna do and give you an opportunity to get their coins ostensibly just in exchange for a token. You're gonna to have more information than the average bear out of the gate. And then adding into this group, that is just another stack on top of it. So we'd love to have you along on the ride because it's, you know, our goal, it's like I said, to make the, the biggest, most powerful group. And we can't be powerful unless you feel powerful. And you can't feel powerful unless you really get what we're doing and we get what each other are doing. I realize I've been talking constantly for 33 minutes because I, there had to be something for the intro. I was doing math in my head. Yes. But hopefully, Ellen, I provided some context and we can break any of these down if you if if you want. But um Yeah, Vince, you make fun of me too. He'll 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 get on me too when I go on a rant. So it's yeah. all good, Vince. Now you know how I just throttle it back <laughs> and I just pause. Um, but that's really, you know, that's really our shit. I mean, we this this pitch, make your pitch is this is our pitch. We don't need anything. We would love to have you. Right. Let's pause for a moment so we can hear from our sponsor for this episode. I have just set up our customer relation management system using CRM Engine, not just for its many options, but because its price is well below that of the big boys. The CRM Engine team set up all that we needed to keep track of our contacts, including those who are scheduled to pitch our investors and strategic partners. We now know when we met, what was said, 
when to follow up and includes an auto email system to stay in touch timely. It keeps us focused on what makes Maker Pitch what it is, the people. So to learn how to keep your business in touch with your clients using CRM Engine, go to the show notes of this episode. Well, I think a slogan okay. that we could use is, you know, that, that people use all the time, and that is power is knowledge, right? And, yeah. and knowledge is power. It's kind of symbiotic both ways. And when you look at what you just said in comparison to, you know, throwing a dart, we're working with these companies for, for weeks and months to understand who they are, what they are. And, and we, have, we have games that are going to be coming out where people are going to be able to participate in these games, you know, and for prizes. But more importantly, um, you know, Christopher, they're, they're going to be games that are going to teach people about the, 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 the essence of the company. Who's part of it? Why are they doing what they're doing? What is their utility? You know, why would you want to be part of that company? And the simple thing in VC1, at least one, maybe two, you're going to know a little bit about them because of, of, the, of the process. But we're really kind of exposing, you know, them, you know, in everything that they do in a decentralized way, since there are no owners of these, these groups, it, the people that have the coins are the owners. We want to know precisely why we as a group of people, as we listen to them share their opportunities with us or pitch their opportunities, we want to vote for them. We want to participate. We want to take our token. And I like to look at it in a little different way. It's almost like, you know, I got $10,000 in a CD. My money's always in, in the bank, you know, but I, I have a, a, a CD certificate that says I have that $10,000 and I take that certificate, not the money, but I take that certificate and I move it over and I place that certificate or liquidity of that money into this new pool or this, this, this new currency. And they get to use that liquidity but I always, 100%, always have control, and I never give my control of any of our, our, my money to anybody else. So I can never lose the capital, right? And that's the really kind of unique thing about what Vince has been talking about, is that we are always in control of everything that we do, and we don't have to worry about the old, you know, pump and dump where they create a coin and all the owners own all the coins and they raise the price up. Right. And all of a sudden they get it to where they want to sell all their coins and they sell all their coins and it goes into the crapper and everybody that took that journey with them, what did they do? Lost their money. Right. It's a, that that's not, and can't happen in this environment because there is no one person, individual entity that owns anything except for what they actually mine through this process, which we call mining and yielding. Okay, and so that's the whole benefit of what Vince has been talking about in a nutshell, which is you keep your money. I like what Ray says. He says, look in the mirror. Right. You hold you hold up your dollar in in the mirror or your credit card in the mirror. I'm holding on to this. But what you see is an image. I never let go of this, but we take that image on the mirror and move that over into these pools where the representation of what I'm holding into my hand is used to, to get your rewards and your rewards are actually their coins and you're getting those coins and not paying for them. So like Ray said before, you know, really doesn't matter whether they go up or down, they're going to go mostly up. You never know, but it doesn't matter because you never, you never spent anything for them. 
And so that's where this exponential potential growth that, that Vince was talking about is happening when you get a when you get these, these the coins for zero and they go they go to a penny, you made a penny. If they go to two pennies, you double your, your penny. Four <laughs> pennies, right? But how much did you pay for those? Nothing. Because you just represented your capital into that pool and that they gave you a reward for your capital. It's almost like paying you an interest rate for using your capital for building up mm-hmm. their, their company, right? Yep. And that's where the VC3 comes into play. And it's, it's, it's the people. VC3 is the people, right? right. It's not investors. It's the people. We don't <laughs> own anything. You know, we just are participating in helping them grow. And because we know everything about them, we're pretty confident and secure when we move our capital over, it, it, it's probably a pretty good move. And it has been for every single company that we've worked with so far. Yep. And we're yeah, very the one happy thing- to have, uh, have you in, in, in with us to understand how that process works. And, you know, maybe even some of the difficulties as you, 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 you yourself have had, right? And we've walked through those and helped you. And you've been on the calls. You can see the community and how the community is just, man, they're just jumping right in to help everybody, right? Uh, you know, Ellen, let me let me ask you a question here now. You have been barraged uh, with a totally new concept. Uh, I'm going to turn you loose on these guys, uh, and I'm going to step back and just watch. Because, guys, watch out. She's coming. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready now. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> Okay, here we are. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so um, I need to ask a question in the context of this Norwegian startup that I worked with from 2015 until 2017, when the founder, owner, idea lady, 43 years old, passed away in October of last year. What a shock to my system because she understood, she taught me a lot about a theorem and the process and that kind of thing. So here's the question I have for you. She had a, a startup that was built on, and you used terms that she used, coins and tokens. The tokens from the VC perspective were the, um, were the elements that were going to represent the market cap. If you think in financial terms, uh, the market cap would be the token. And those tokens had to be valued at some number so that it would be clear of the increase or the growth in, in the token. The coins were for the civilians, those who wanted to invest and they could only invest so much, so many dollars to have so many, so many coins. Okay, so I asked the question, what's the underlying value of these coins and tokens? And what, what, what do we tie it to? And nobody could answer the question. So I asked, why can't we tie it? Okay, the startup was working with the folks in the grain industry, uh, the folks that make the seeds, not make the seeds, but but uh, germinate the seeds that become the plants that feed the population. And I asked the question, why can't we tie the, 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 uh, the currency, the 
tokens and the coins to the seeds because those are the things you have your your uh, premium seeds you've got your legacy seeds why can't we tie it to that and somewhere in the north country of Svalbard is you have this vault and in this vault is all measure of seeds and my question was why can't we tie the tokens and the coins to this vault of seeds because it's tangible and people understand that so my question to you is <laughs> okay what are you tying your assets and in my mind the assets are the tokens the valuation and the coins that will go to the uh i call them civilians but it's folks like us who want to invest right Did, am i am i is my question is it clear yeah i mean okay. from the, from the, you know like and i'm a big fan of Svalgard, huge fan joking so no i think um the um A share of stock and a cryptocurrency coin or token and the way that Ray has explained coins and tokens to me has been, you know, a coin is really a function of what's on that specific blockchain or network. And a token is something that could ride on anybody's network. So I could have a token that could be on the blockchain network, excuse me, on the Bitcoin network. And I right. could have a token that's on the Ethereum network or Tron network or something else. A coin is going to be native to that specific blockchain. Right. So just so I, you know, but in, in our world that we live in, that you and I live in today, every asset is has a notional um, value based upon what we believe it's worth. Apple stock, Apple stock, we believe, you know, people have, you could go on Morningstar, you could go on Goldman Sachs, you can go on Bloomberg and get five different reasons and valuation frameworks why Apple is worth what Apple is. But notionally, it's what the market does, what the market values it at, and they are willing to trade and buy and sell for that. As soon as they feel it's not worth that, the price will go down, right? Um, the market discovery that exists for cryptocurrency tokens, let's just use that for a proxy for just general conversations, are going to be the market discovery, what people are willing to pay for a specific token and the liquidity of that specific token. We happen to... Um, we happen to trade and manage our tokens in an automated market maker. A market maker, in essence, is, um, you know, in a, in, a, in a big, if you're all, we we're all sitting at a table, if I got two shares of stock and I want to sell them to you and you want to buy them, that's great. But if you didn't want to buy them, you know, we're SOL, right? Right. So an automated market maker is almost like a, it's like a bonding curve where, where in which you would say that I'm going to put my tokens and you know some liquidity in and i'm going to value it based upon how much liquidity i have you go in and trade and the automated market maker will tell you what it's worth and if it's worth that you'll pay it and so it's really going to be a function of price discovery market price discovery if people are willing to do it if no one wants it the price is going to be low if right. people want it the curve is going to go up um the, the curve or in the dynamics of the curve are going to go up it's, it's going to be higher so um, it's not, um, and market cap is a really interesting thing. Market cap is just a, you know, the, the, the price of a token, multiply the number of tokens, and that's going to be your market cap, you know, market exactly. cap. So you could have like, a, well, this is worth a lot, but it may only have a market cap of 14. This could be, you know, worth almost as much, 
but it can have a market cap of a billion. And you have to look at those things first. It's not just a, you know, one X, you know, X, you know, X times Y equals market cap. It is, but it isn't in terms of looking at value. You have to decide um, when you make your, where you want to put your capital, what the value is and what automated market makers and where we've chosen and how we've chosen to deploy our tokens of market have been there. And so we depend upon the automated market maker and the marketplace to determine that. We've, we've got one token we we're working with, Wrapped PE, that it started off worth, you know, evaluation based upon the capital we put in, probably worth about $200, right? And based upon what people have done and where are they willing to pay for it and where the market maker has taken it, right now it's sitting at probably $3,600, you know? In four months. In a practice of four, in a, in, a, in a period of four months, a duration of four months. That's just a like, oh, I did some really good work in my, you know, my seed vault. It's a, it's a, it, it's more of a function of what the market's willing to pay for it. Um, but it, that's, it's a notional value of, of the, of the, of, of the identified, it's not a security at the, of the, of the item, what people are willing to pay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, think of the, it's, since it's, you brought it's up, like, I'm sorry, Miss Ellen. Yeah, I was, I was, I was just going to Go ahead. Say it, it's 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 perceived value. It's mm -hmm. what the individual perceives its worth, and based on that, that's always going to influence or f the, the fluctuation of the coin and the token. In my mind, and the and the liquidity in the in that particular coin. So, okay. for example, and I'll let um, Ray jump in, but like if you look at some of these coins on uh, uh, coin market cap, they may not have a lot of liquidity. So so. So a massive hedge fund is not going to go in and put in $50 million because they own the market. Can't get out. Stuck. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, so you look at Bitcoin, I could come in with $50 million and tomorrow I could take it out and I wouldn't dramatically, you know, swing Influence. the price up. Right. Exactly. And so, so liquidity and market behavior has some, they're, they're dynamic, <clears throat> right. But you need, you need to think about all these factors in there. And so that's why you, well, in my opinion, one of the reasons you see a lot of trades by large institutional people in and out of Ethereum and, and Bitcoin because it has a liquidity to take and manage trades so they can have a position, pull a position and do those things. Those investors have that latitude. Ray, you're going to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say if, uh, if I'm not able to share my screen, but I was going to sh show you just something what we're talking about on, on Coin uh, CoinGecko. Plus, to your point, where you're talking about what market cap. Go, you know, go, ahead, go ahead and share. Uh, okay. Ray. Sure. So, but think about this for a minute. You know, you're, you said, Miss Ellen, that you're in uh, Ethereum, right? And that's the thing you're in. But, you know, Ethereum is creeping up on ExxonMobil. Right. Yes. Do we do we know some of these? Things? I mean, think about like Bitcoin. It's more valuable than Tesla. Right. It's just it's funny. And, and how we talk about these things that are uh, it's decentralized. These systems are really decentralized. And these are um, kind of for the, the people. That's how they originally were supposed to be. Bitcoin and all these things were supposed to be a, a, this big move on freedom and for people. Right. But what happened is, is they were consolidated just like everything else. There's probably about 100 to 150 big bag holders of Bitcoin. You know that they own half of Bitcoin, probably about 100, 150 people. So what, what, what they originally set out to do, Bitcoin and Ethereum, they failed, right? They failed. It's consolidated. It's still a store of wealth. 
still a good thing. These, these are still, you know, currencies. I'm not, but their original idea of what they were supposed to do is bring uh, kind of equality and people to come in and do this type of, 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 of being your own bank. It, it's kind of failed because what happened with Bitcoin back in the day, Vietnam, people were able to mine Bitcoin and people that just had a laptop, regular people were able to make $50 a day, right? And it was a great thing and it was helping that country. And then all of a sudden commercialization came in and, and big, huge server farms that were size of basketball arenas and, and, and they came in and, and they took it over. So another thing, and I'm kind of jumping a little bit ahead of what we're doing, we're creating another um, uh, kind of an M2 coin to kind of do that. But I wanted to show you since I'm, I'm sharing my screen real quick of what we were talking about of how this looks of, of doing this with, with investing and in, in your seeds. You know, you're not putting your capital at risk. These, we all know, Bitcoin and Ethereum, this is kind of where everybody kind of knows. They come here, they look. You might know about maybe the top 25 coins and you heard of them. You hear people talking about them. But what about when you can go to page 64? I won't go to 64 because there's no data on there. But uh, let me go to page 63. These are all new blockchain projects and cryptocurrencies coming online, right? And, and this is the beauty and what we're talking about here is your seeds that you'll be getting, you know, by depositing your capital, you know, you're in control of it. You're never leaving your wallet. It's, it's, it's always tied to your wallet. And that's giving you these seeds. And these seeds you're going to plant in all of these different companies, this is what's about to happen. And this is why I get all excited when Christopher's making fun. What's about to happen is the biggest transfer of wealth that the world has ever experienced. I mean, this yes. is not a joke, everyone. No, it, it isn't. That's right. And this is what we're going to show you. There is nowhere to find out what these companies are. There's no, there's nowhere to do that. What, that's what we're creating. It's not just that we're doing an educational thing. We are trying to create a movement. And, and it's to create this, this place, this safe place where people can really learn about these projects. The founders and their developers, their head developers will come and talk to us. And then we'll know, okay, I might get into DeFi 100. And also, listen, it might not be that the, the, the my almighty dollar might not be your driving force. You may be somebody that's more interested in the environment. You may be somebody that, that's more concerned about um, going and, and helping third world countries, pulling them out of poverty. And these companies will also say that. Think of how that changes what we're talking about with, with uh, um, uh, VC 3.0. And I, won't, I wanted you to give uh, Vince full credit. That's, that's his term. He come up with that terminology. So just saying. But just think of how that changes the mindsets of companies that will come and talk to you. They're not going to the big hedge funds. They're not going to New York and the Wall Street bankers. They're coming to regular, everyday people. Think of how they're going to have to change the way they launch their companies and how their company runs. Right? Exactly. Right? That's, that's another big thing, not just about the, the money that's going to be about. It's going to change the way companies operate. So just wanted to kind of show you, because look, if you put seeds in all of these, right, and you're able to yield out, right, what does it matter that that's negative 19%? Right. Look at this one. Normally you would say, oh, look, I want to be in that. It's green. Twenty five to point two percent. Guess what? This coin is 70 cents and this one is eight thousandths of a penny. Right. Why? What does that matter? I rather have this one. Right. So it's again, it's the beauty of what we're talking about. And it's just a, that's why, like I said, we, we get on here and we get excited. So I won't take up too much. Right. So. What, staying on this page, what I think 
is representative for those that can't see it, right, is yeah. that there's a lot of companies here that do not have any data. Some are losing 40%, some are gaining 100%. And to your point is that when your representation of money creates that seed, or let's just say that that investment dollar, whatever you want to call it, we call it a seed, that didn't cost you anything to get that seed in your hand, Miss Allen, right? So you don't have, there's, there's no value to you taking that seed because you didn't buy it. It was given to you as a reward for putting your money as a token, right, as liquidity for these companies, although we still have that money in our CD account at the bank, remember? So we're not giving up, we're not giving up the value, we're not giving up the, the money itself, only that mere image of that money. And for that mere image, we're getting the seeds and we can take these seeds and put them in all these companies that you see right here. Right. Okay, or you can take them and put them in the companies we've vetted, we've looked at, we have confidence in, we know the owners, we have conversations with the owners, and we have conversations, you know, with with those that are part of the group, the marketing group, you know, the the financial group, right? So with that screen that Ray was just sharing, it doesn't matter if it's red or green, because the gains or that you're going to receive had zero zero cost to you, right? There was no cost. You didn't take anything out of your wallet. You didn't buy anything. You just shared your liquidity and gave them access to the liquidity to use, although you're still the owner of it. And for that, they rewarded you with their tokens, with their coins through us placing the seeds that we get in that group. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. So question, you. Sometimes I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> now so, so now you can have question number two. No, she can't. As a matter of fact, we're, we're at the end of our podcast for today. Right. <laughs> oh. And I, oh. I, uh, you know, I, I am sorry, but uh, time, time goes on gentlemen. And mm -hmm. this has been fantastic. Yeah. I want to thank you. Yeah. Uh, Patrick and Ray and Vince are sharing their time today with Make yeah. Your Pitch because we've just delved into the next generation of wealth yes. generation. Yes, and I think with that being said, there's a lot more that we can learn. Uh, yes. And I think we need to have uh, these folks back on again to develop okay. out some project uh, and strategy information that would yeah. be helpful to everyone. Gentlemen, would you be back with us again in the future? Please say yes. To. Yes, we would love to. Absolutely. Yep, this right, was very right. fun. Sorry we didn't get through a lot of questions. We we talk a lot. I apologize. No, no, you no, know, he no, looked no. right at me when he said that. Well, it's hard for him to look at you, but if I put, you in, gal if I put you in gallery mode, I'll, you know, we can we can do yeah. that right away. I can see him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, awesome. I really appreciate it. This was fun. Well, yeah. it has been fun. And, and we just touched the tip of the iceberg. My goodness gracious. It's uh, yeah. there's yeah. so all of you more. have yeah. upgraded us here at make your pitch. We try to do things uniquely different from other podcasts, connecting startups with investors. Um, you all have, as they say, kicked us up a notch. And so I thank you for your time and for your insight. It's very informative. And I did too learn something.
Yes, you're sir. welcome. You you, I think we, the only thing I would add is that we all got here because of each other. Yep. Yes. We all got to this level of knowledge because we rely and trust on each other, trust in each other, rely on and trust in one another. And I think that um, you earn that, you get that, and uh, you benefit from that. And so that's why we are here to tell more people about this. Yep. Fantastic. And uh, as we close everything down, always remember to make your pitch. We'll see you on next Thursday's episode of Make Your Pitch. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's episode of Make Your Pitch, go smash the subscription button. And if you want, leave us a five-star review. If you think you have what it takes to be on one of our episodes, contact us by going to the show notes to learn how. But most of all, be with us again next week for another episode of Make Your Pitch.